Welcome back to the Chumps, and today on episode 25, finally, we got some caddies on. Two legends in the sport, one PGA Tour caddy, one LPGA Tour caddy. Today, we had Kyle Morrison, who caddies for Alex Norin on the PGA Tour, and Jason McDeed, who caddies for the top American player, Nelly Korda. So we talked a little bit about their experiences, their stories. Jason's got a good, funny side story because he's also married to Caroline Mason, who is an LPGA player. So amazing talk about the Olympics, all the fun stuff they did, and how hard it is to be a caddy on tour, but it's also very satisfying. So enjoy episode 25 with the awesome caddies on Two Club Chumps podcast. Hey man, those guys are chumps. Good to meet you, man. I yeah, mean, I have, a hi- I have a history with Kyle, but uh, uh, it's good to finally meet you. I've heard a lot about you, and uh, this was something Hopefully we worked not on. But <laughs> uh, hey, man, let me tell you, this is something we'd worked on from the beginning. We started this in September, and we're like, we have to do caddies, but we're not starting without at least Kyle in the house because yeah. Kyle and I met a million years ago when I was a young golf agent. You know, just kind of cutting my chops. So anyway, I appreciate you guys coming on. This is this is the guts of golf right here. People don't realize that this is, you know, even for a hack am like me, um, you know, Nick Delio, my longtime caddy at Lakeside, he just has carried me through so many club championships because of just like, you know, you gotta have a good looper. So we're excited Absolutely. to have you. Absolutely. Cool. I think I actually yeah. played college golf with Nick Delio. Did he yeah. play? I think he played at uh, Northridge. Right? He did, yeah. yeah. And he won. He won the state am at Lakeside Golf Club. The nice. first time yeah. in history they decided to move the state am from Pebble to SoCal, and they did match play at Lakeside. Or no, I'm sorry, stroke play at, at Lakeside and Oakmont, and then the match play at Lakeside. Back when we were in bad shape, this was pre Robert Hertzing from um, Big V. But uh, yeah, he won that. I mean, he literally still a freaky good golfer. But you guys know, you just need those breaks. And you know, if he was where he is now, five years ago, he'd have a, a much better shot because everyone's gone from the PGA Tour. You know what I mean? So it's like this is the time if you're a young stud to get in. But yeah, 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 he's still a great golfer. But yeah, he saved my life so many times. So you know, shout out yeah. to the caddies of the world. And Jason, don't don't be fooled. These guys are both incredible golfers. Hundred percent. I don't know I if you've played with John before. We're not gonna we're not gonna take them on anytime soon. Not, Actually, that sounds like a great deal. That sounds like a great idea. I'll host it at Lakeside. We'll have a uh, caddies versus the old farts, and yeah. you guys give us three aside, and yeah. you know. Just whatever. Believe me, Brent, these guys are going to win the win the match before the first tee shot. They will have it all figured out. <laughs> yes. On how many shots they're getting, where they're getting. Well, we're going to do, gonna we're just going to do five, seven, ten, normal spread <laughs> that you guys get, and it'll be a percentage of how much <laughs> we have in the pot. So, oh that. my gosh. Well, let's get into it, John. I'm excited to talk to these guys. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, thanks a lot. We have Jason McDeed, caddies for Nelly Corda. We have uh, Kyle Morrison, my old roommate from. The past when I was out there, who caddies now on the PGA Tour with Alex Norin. But uh, guys, we can't thank you enough for coming on. This is a special one for me. You guys know that I'm a caddy first, player second, you know, when it comes to 
you know, when I go out on, on to watch you guys, I'm, I'm out to watch you guys and not really the players because, uh, you know, it's just been a, it's been a great journey to watch, especially Kyle, you know, cause I've known you since the start, you know, we were roommates, but it's been a, a, a huge, uh, uh, accomplishment on where you've come or where you started and where, where you're at now. But, um, again, thanks guys for, for coming on board. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, but I just want to say, you know, we've seen some of the guests you guys have had on already. We're just wondering why we're here at all. It's just like the guts, the guts of, of, the, uh, of the tour. It's the caddies. This is our first idea was to have, we got to have some good caddies on it. We're not going to do it without you guys. So this is a, this is the, the absolute best way to do it. So Jason real quick. Uh, and cause I know a lot about Kyle's story, but like, yeah. did you play in high school? Did you play in, in college? Like how did you get into the game and, and all that kind of stuff? So how do yeah, you grow up I, into it? I mean, I've been around the game the whole my whole life, basically as early as I can remember playing golf. Um, played a lot of baseball through my youth, and you know, got golf kind of went secondary. Didn't really. I mean, I played a lot, but it wasn't like anything serious. Um, I thought, you know, I would probably try to go to school and play baseball, and you know, long story short, that fell through and didn't work. So I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? My dad's like, well, why don't you, you know, you've been around golf your whole life. Why don't you go be a golf pro? Um, so I started working at a local club here, going through the PGA program, you know, doing that whole thing, kind of enjoyed it, you know, hustling, playing money games. I mean, it's a cool gig, you know, I mean, you're 18 years old, you're playing for a bunch of cash and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of going through school back then. It was like, uh, when I went through it, it was, you basically did it as you worked. So I didn't really go to school and do it, but they sent me all the stuff, had to pass your PAT, do level one, level two, do your final experience, you get your card. Um, so I went through, did all that, actually moved up to a couple TPC golf courses. I worked uh, in Washington, D.C. at Avenel and then, well, which is now Potomac Farms. And then I finished at uh, TPC Tampa Bay, came home, went back to the same golf course that I was now, you know, as a class A and played a lot of golf with Vicki Hurst. Uh, she was at that point, you know, 17 years old, getting on tour. She had won a million times on the Symmetra tour. Um, so we would just play golf, her, Nick Lindheim, like everybody that was kind of local, we would just get games together. I remember I was actually going through an old article the other day. She had shot, like, I think Nick had shot 59, Vicky had shot 61. And the, and the article was like golf pro shoots even par and gets beat by 11 and nine. <laughs> right. It was, it was really a cool group and a cool time. Uh, you know, obviously Nick's now back on the PGA tour and, um, you know, so anyway, long story short, Vicky was really struggling to find a caddy. Um, and it was slow time in, in, you know, Florida. Obviously, everybody leaves in the summer. And, she, you know, I played golf there not once a week, but once every other week. And we always kind of kept in contact, followed her career. She was out on the LPGA Tour at this time. Um, and she's like, man, I, I cannot find a caddy. Like, nothing's gelling. I, you know, it, it was – Vicky was a, an introverted person. Um, and so it was – tough for her to kind of come out of her shell I feel like especially with these older veteran caddies that that you know everybody wanted a piece of Vicky Hurst at that time she was going to be the next you know big thing so she was hiring I mean now that I remember like Mercer and John Colleen and mm -hmm. Worth and all these great you know established caddies but it just didn't gel for her right um so Long story short, she asked me to come out and do uh, two events for her. And I asked my director of golf, I said, hey, you know, Vicki Hurst is looking to do uh, Portland. 
which was back then the Safeway, and the Canadian Open, which I think was the next week. Maybe it was in, I think it was in Vancouver. So it was like back to back kind of weeks uh, up there in the in the Northwest. And he's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. So I'll never forget. I went out late because I didn't know when a caddy showed up. I got there like Tuesday night, never saw the golf course. We were playing pump, <laughs> playing pumpkin Ridge, you oh, know, yeah, pumpkin. And, and, uh, long story short, man, she had a great week, had a really good chance to win the golf tournament. Uh, first week ever for, you know, first tee get there. I don't know anything about caddy. And, you know, I'm like, there's I Miyazato and Anna Nordquist and Vicky Hurst. And I'm like, okay, like right to the wolves, you know? And, you know, I think I forget who Anna had caddying for at the time, but I remember uh, Mick was caddying for Ami Azato, and I just watched him glide around and how well they work together. And I was like, wow, this is a this is a job, you know, like because when you don't know it, you're just like, oh, they just caddy, you know, they just carry the bag, whatever. But I was really impressed with them. Had a really good first week. Um, I think she finished third. Um, and yeah, I mean, made a ton of money. I'll never forget. I got off the green on 18. I think Suzanne won the tournament, beat MJ by one. And I think Vicky by two and uh, Rosie Jones was sitting right there in the scoring tent. And she said, look, in about 30 minutes, I'm going to pick you for the Solheim cup, no. but you're going to take this guy to caddy for you. Wow. How many years no ago way. was that? That was 2011. Wow. It was basically 2000. It might've been like early, and obviously, because the Solheim Cup, when they pick, they're still probably like, I think it was like, if I remember right, it was either June and the Solheim was going to be in September because it was over in Colleen Castle. And I think it was in September. So this would have been June. And I said, look, you got to give me 30 minutes to at least 10 minutes to think about this. Like, I have a job. I have a career. Like, you know, I had a girlfriend back home. Like, what do you mean? I'm going to be a pro caddy, you know, a full time caddy now. Um, I called my parents, called a couple people that I'm close with. And I was like, you know, they're like, dude, when, when are you going to go have a chance to take the <laughs> cup in like three months, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of jokes about that, but yeah, that's kind of how I got my start. And now looking back, I'm like, what else would I have done? I would have probably still been here teaching golf and working on, you know, the members and stuff like that, which I'm still good friends with. But I mean, I'm happy I made that decision to, to go that's caddy. Great, great, story. great story. That's awesome. Kyle, Kyle when did we go out? What, 2012, I mean, the, 2012 the, the next yeah. year and that's not a normal introduction to caddying for anyone okay <laughs> no kidding say, i no, say no. like so i got a call I, from tiger was, woods and he said yeah, hey, yeah. Loop? yeah. yeah. <laughs> i was thinking about it recently and you know if, if you stick around long enough in caddying you you end up with an opportunity at a good job and not necessarily like you'll keep it or but you know not everyone gets to go to a Solheim Cup five minutes after they start caddying. So yeah, and and you actually started with Jane, right? And then moved. Yeah, to... Jane Raw yeah. for five events. Who was a local girl here? Yeah. Uh, went to Torrance High School. There was a group of these Torrance High School girls that all played on the LPGA. Yeah, Demi Runis Shin. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demi Runis, yeah. Jenny Shin, Angela Park, who almost won the U.S. Open. They were like a. They won the state. Yeah. title you know probably five out of six years or something like that um 
Yeah, and then quickly after that, I worked for Mo Martin for yeah. four years. Um, who and that's was a, when we met, Kyle, right? I started yeah. with Don Yee, who's coming on the podcast in a week, by the way. I can't that's wait. Nice. But Don nice. Yee, famous super agent, Yee and Dubin Sports, and I was the young guy there. And Don's like, we want you to do some football, but we have this little golf division. I said, oh, how many people do you have, 20, 30? See, we have one person. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this local girl's been on Symmetra for seven years. It was Symmetra tour back then, I think. And her name's Mo Martin. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And that's you were already representing or, or catting for her at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. That's when we met, and that's when we started that wild journey. Wow, that was so fun. Yeah, I know. And Mo being a 30 year old rookie was a unique opportunity for me. You know, yep. I was 22, fresh out of college, and kind of stumbled into caddying. Thought, you know, oh, this is great. You know, I, someone's paying me to travel around the world, and I made. 30 grand my first year. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, this is the best job ever. And you, you never had to look in the trees or the rough for her ball because she no, never lost the fairway. Yeah, my my shoes never got any dew yeah. on them because we were walking down the fairway. And then both of you actually have had the chance to, um, to caddy for Anna, right? So Jason right. was first. And then did where did you go after Anna to did you go to your wife um no i think i think i caddied for a couple like one-off events i remember caddying for nicole hage for a couple events right oh, yeah. after i had Auburn. split up yeah. um and then i worked for if you remember irene cho uh I, her name was irene cho now it's irene cho she got married i worked for her for i think the rest of that season and then she retired and then the next year i went to work for carol for about 18 months i worked for carol okay yeah and, and so is it is it one of these things where when you're like so but you were do you go up to jason and go okay jason what are the idiosyncrasies here like what's going on with anna like how do i deal with you know you know mood swings or anything like that like oh, is it because sure. it, it, it's funny is the and and again, you're gonna probably gonna educate us a little bit more about the PGA tour now that you're with Alex Noren. But I mean, the caddies are flowing all over from this person, this person. And I I, mean, I even get stuff on on the Instagram of friends that are going, Hey, uh, if anybody's looking for uh, a caddy in Japan, I'm available. Like, you know, like it's crazy yeah. how you guys all flow, except for the 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 top players, you know, they yeah. stay, they stay with. Yeah, I think um, the caddies were were a close knit community, and yes. um, we're competitors, but we're also you know good friends first, and yeah. um, so we're helping each other out. Um, yeah, even uh, I've been caddying for Alex now for almost a year, and uh, his he has a couple of caddies that are out on the PGA tour, and they've both been super nice and giving me tips on you know, what to do and what not to do and what to say, what not to say. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Alex is known as a big, big practicer. Mm -hmm. Like he's a, you know, the reference. Yeah, he's exactly. This year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He likes to hit a bunch of golf balls and that gives him confidence in you know, what he's doing. And um, he's, his old caddies are, have told me whatever you do, don't say anything or don't try to get him to hit less golf balls. You'll be out of there immediately. Oh, those <laughs> are little great things tips. like that. Yeah. Just but keep I mean, showing up with more buckets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and uh -huh. what's what's Alex doing right now, Kyle? Where's he playing mostly? Uh, 
pretty much all over here in the U.S. It's okay. it's um he lives in Florida, South Florida, you know, okay. in Jupiter, and it's hard to split time unless you're one of those really really top guys. Yeah, especially now with these signature events. Um, if you're not in signature events and you're not in majors, there's really 22 events, I think. Wow. Um, that's including those opposite field events. You know, we call it the Island Tour, you know, playing in Puerto Rico. And, <laughs> you know, uh, but it, so your schedule is pretty much set for you. Alex is in some majors based on his world ranking. Uh, we're in Pebble, which was one of those signature events, but it's hard to gain enough points. You know, you have to have some, if you have some good finishes early on in the season, it can probably allow you to um to go play in europe some more but yeah it's top 70 gets in the playoffs now it's just it's uh it's pretty competitive now yeah so so one of the things that you guys have had the experience uh, uh the the deal out on the tour is you've also had the chance to actually caddy at solon cups for both teams am i correct there what yeah. is that? What is that like? That is wild. Oh my well, gosh. We don't have great experience. <laughs> Are you guys always yeah, on the well, losing side? Jason, what happened? Jason, tell us our tell them tell them our record, Jason. I think I think we've now updated it to 0 and 10. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised they don't get somebody else. We found the black cats. We found yeah. the black cats. It's you guys. Uh, yeah, That's we figured good. out if you want to win, just make sure Jason and I are on the other team. Okay. All right. That's a good strategy. 100%. That is wild. I, I think you're, I mean, caddy wise, I think the couple European teams I've been on, like, they've treated you no different than the Americans. I mean, they're, you're there. They know, I mean, we're all professional. We're all trying to do our job. We're all trying to win. Like nobody hates losing. So uh, I think uh, the Europe teams have been great. The American teams have been great. Um, I mean, it just seems like for me personally, we get to like 13 and a half every time. And like, just something happens no matter what side I'm on. It just something happens in the last three or four matches. And, you know, it's not meant to be uh, yet, but, uh, you know, hopefully we got another one coming this year. And, um, you know, Stacy's a great captain. Suzanne's a great captain. I mean, I think what happened last time was, was, you know, for me personally and for Nelly, it was, it was, it was tough, but, you know, Carlotta hats off to her. She hit two of the most incredible yeah. shots of her life back to back. And, uh, you know, for that to build on the Solheim cup in the future for Spain, I think was huge. I know Nelly played her heart out. She played great. Um, but you know, it's, it's match play. It's, that's why we love to watch that event because, you know, it, anything can happen at any second. So, um, I've had a great time. I know I've loved being on the teams with Kyle and all the other caddies. It's just such a special week to like, kind of maybe hang out with people you don't normally hang out with, or, you know, play practice rounds with people you normally don't play practice rounds with. So you get to know, um, I had a really good time meeting um, Jay Monahan and Allison Corpus mm. here. They were great people. Um, they'd won both their matches with uh, Allison and Nelly. So they were really nice people. And just, just kind of seeing how other people work. I mean, Kyle and me are so familiar with how each other work because we worked for the sisters. And I mean, basically me and Kyle, we could substitute for each other. I mean, they're very similar players. Um, they hit the ball about the same number. Um, so, you know, for us, it was like we were almost like, you know, we could kind of reverse roles every now and then. But it's nice to see how other people do it and how other girls play golf um, because you kind of get, you know, warped into your like own yeah. little bubble out there. 
Kyle, uh, how how long did you guys cross over and represent the sisters? Was it for a long <laughs> period of time? Because that's so that's amazing to me. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, uh, I caddied for Jess for like two and a half years. Okay. Um, while Jason was caddying for Nelly that whole time. Oh and wow, so, that's yeah. Insane. So we played. A, yeah, we played a lot of practice rounds together. We. Um, Actually, when Jason's baby was being born, I, I caddied for Nelly for six weeks. and I remember that. That's or right. six, six rounds, sorry. Yeah. Six rounds. <laughs> um, and uh, it it was a pretty seamless transition. <laughs> that is so um, crazy. I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. Well, did, you John, catch, I... did you ever catch yourself saying, hey, Jess, I think it's this? And it's really Nelly. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No, Nelly was well, Nelly was really nice to me. John, what's me the what are the dramatic parts of the Solheim we were talking about that you want to get get some insight from? So I didn't guys? know if you guys had a couple of stories, but I just remember the whole uh deal with Suzanne Pedersen and I don't know what was that a, it was a putt and not giving a putt or something like that. And it got pretty dramatic there. But I forget was that the one that was in Germany? Germany. Allison Iowa, Lee, Iowa? I think in Germany. Uh, Germany, in Germany. Germany. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. there. But oh, okay. I, I thought you were there. I, Sorry, it basically was just a miscommunication. I mean, okay. the putt, it was close enough to be given. It just wasn't, you know, and, and at that moment, there was some, you know, I think they were the last match of that session. I remember being on 18, 17 green watching it. And then kind of everything, you know, when something like crazy happens in sports, it's like, Nobody really knows what's going on. Everybody kind of looks around like, well, what just happened, right? Nobody really knew for like, I would say a good 10 minutes what happened. You know, now rules officials are coming on the green. Suzanne and Charlie are over here. I forget who was, it was either, somebody was either Stanford. Or I forget who was playing with Allison Lee, but it was a veteran player I playing with Allison. It was Lincecum. Lincecum, yes, um, correct. I knew yeah. it was a veteran player. And then obviously Lincecum and Suzanne are talking, being the veterans in the group, because Charlie at that time was only, I mean, fresh out of yeah. diapers. I mean, yeah. she was only, yeah. you know, <laughs> 18 years old, 19 yeah. maybe. So, yeah, it was a chaotic scene. And then I remember going to AT&T and like all the American friends of mine, they were like yelling at me. And like it was and Carol wasn't even playing. I was working for my wife at the time and and we weren't even playing that that morning session. We were going to play in the afternoon and. It was just chaotic. And then I remember going back into the locker room and nobody knew what the hell was going on. Nobody even knew what happened because, you know, you're you're just so you're watching the green. You're not like watching a TV, right? You're watching it actually happen in live time. And we never really found out what happened. But, yeah, the, the Americans use that as fuel. Julie did a oh, yeah. hell of a job to uh, use that in the right way um and the european team I'm, that was a big comeback on the american side that was you know one of my five losses so um, <laughs> yeah but my, my wife played really good that was actually uh when jarena pillar hold the putt she was playing carol mm, we were yeah, playing yeah. in that match on 18 so i don't know it's been it's been a great time but man there's been some heartbreak for me <laughs> It's funny because last week I had Chad Mom on the podcast. I can't publish it until the six. He was the producer of Full Swing. Oh, and sweet. so they did the Ryder Cup this year. So he wow. said next Wednesday on the six, I'm going to publish our podcast. That's when the second season. And he said it got dirty out there. He said that they um, uh, it was all on the course. All the stuff behind the scenes was not as dramatic as you had heard. But he said all the drama on the course was amazing he said that's why the u.s had a little bump there they little there's an outside chance but uh you, you I, I can't give away too many secrets but anyway we yeah. said 
wild. And yeah, he yeah, said, that was good. Yes. Oh, yeah, go ahead. it was a good one. But I mean, I, he said the moral of the story is that he doesn't think anyone's going to win on the other pl team's turf until they decide to set up the course together. Because he said these metrics they have and Molinari came in and said, look, we're, we're straighter and we're better with seven irons. And so they set up the whole course in Rome for the and I think the more of doing that, it's not as fun if you get blown out every time you go away. So he thinks and working with the PGA Tour eventually they're going to be like captains come together. They design the course together. They have veto power because it's kind of boring, honestly, if you're going to lose every time you go overseas. Anyway, you, you guys will hear it next week, but it's kind of a fun yeah. conversation. Uh, at waste management last week, we were paired with Luke Donald those two two rounds, and oh, wow. um, you know it's pretty wild there. Uh, I think on our second round, with all those weather delays, we teed off at five twenty p.m. Right, played right. about yeah. three or four holes. I text yeah. you, and, I'm um, like, "How are you going to get it?" He goes, three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, so the crowd was pretty uh, lubed up at this yeah. point, and uh, so the uh, we're teeing off number ten, which is pretty close to the 16th so yeah. it's crowded and and luke's over the ball and people are yelling shake it you know it's <laughs> it's that wild and i after we teed off i asked him how many times people have yelled shank it in your backswing before and he goes well i just look at it like a preparation for beth page next year oh <laughs> yeah. wow i like that yeah. i like that that's uh, interesting well, didn't they yeah. yell at the the U.S. captain? Who oh, was the Zach? Yeah. Zach, Zach Johnson. Uh, yeah, he, Johnson. Went, he went up into the crowd and he just goes, "Hey, I don't care. You just stop it. Just stop it." You know, in yeah. my my whole take, and Kyle, it, it is it is gnarly. Um, but you know, he says this quote of like, "For twenty one years, it's never changed." And then don't play. I mean, yeah. you got to know what you're getting into. Like, yeah. you really got to. I mean, it is a party first, and it happens to be that there's a golf tournament in the middle yeah. of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, and not exactly. just that is now it's getting out of control because they're building more complex out on the front nine. Yeah. And oh, now yeah. this whole like, you know, we're going to have 170 thousand people between 16 T to 18 green. It's it's now in the three hundreds or four hundred thousand people. They stopped selling alcohol. I yeah. mean, are you kidding me? What a shit show! Come on, man. <laughs> it, it felt it felt a little bit like Woodstock or something. It was yes, like right yes. on the verge of just like losing all control. It yeah. felt like because there was a big gap in golf on Saturday because they had to wait for the second round to finish before mm -hmm. they repaired, and so there was probably two and a half hours or something of no golf on, on 16. So people, you know, kept congregating and congregating and it, I'm not sure. I heard it was, they stopped selling beer in the high traffic areas mm -hmm. um, to try to spread people out, but maybe they stopped completely. I don't know. It sounded, it well, felt they, a little bit out of control. They couldn't yeah. get everyone the tickets done. So they rushed the ticket area and they let everyone in 50,000 people came in. Just, wow. just, just bomb. Come on in. And just, yeah. you know, again, I think you're right. You have to realize, Hey, this is really not a golf tournament. It's a party. And you got to kind of accept that. Like, you know, uh, you, you're coming to a party. If you're a grinder and you need total silence, this is not your tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. It was my first experience, but for once a year, you know, you got people chirping you on the chipping green as you're warming up and stuff, <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun it, but, for, but that's for what, what it is. 
And that's what the tour said. Like, we're going to allow this yeah. one time a year. We're not going to yeah. allow yeah. anybody else to do this. Like, yeah. I'll this, tell you and, what. And the amount of money that they raise for charities is. You want to get some guys that are like used to this, bring the live guys in for yeah. the <laughs> waste management. They're like, we're used to this. This is our board. Yeah. We party all the time. So, oh my God. It's funny. They, but they'd have to get used to getting up early for that morning tea and time. Like, four rounds. It's until, really yeah. tough. Yeah. They don't like that either. So another thing that's uh, new to you guys, and I was wondering how it it all is, but um, congratulations, you're both fathers now, yep, and congrats, uh, boys. so you know you you both been married on tour, and 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 actually for you, Jason, she you know she you traveled with your wife probably a little bit, um, you know I don't know how many matches how many tournaments she plays as Nelly does, but how is this whole now life on tour with with a child like is. Thank God there's FaceTime, I guess, right? But um wondering how that yeah. how that new notch in your belt is. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what uh kind of is gonna bond me and Kyle together forever is like we've kind of gone through these huge life stages together. Like I couldn't imagine like, you know, having not Kyle to bounce ideas off of or talk you off the ledge. Like I feel maybe a little vice versa with him too. Like yeah. we've gotten married similar times. We've had kids at similar times. Like we're similar in age. Um, it's been awesome. I mean, both of our wives are definitely the rocks of our family. Uh, you know what they do. I, it's going to be interesting to see we're heading out actually to see Kyle and uh, well, he won't be there, but Laura and Ada, um in like four weeks time play palos verdes it'll be my wife's first tournament back after basically taking the whole season off last year she's at the driving range right now that's where i just got back from so she's grinding away doing her thing um i know laura is such a rock of kyle's family too like we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them especially having a kid now and you know watching them kind of really take care of a human and us just trying to help them um has been really fun and it's been exciting and you know, I feel like both of our lives, it's like the perfect timing. We've, we're doing this together in a way, but, you know, we're, we also have some support from like a friend across the country. Yeah, for sure. And in caddy, as a caddy, you have to have a good support system, like to have a family because, you know, yeah, we don't work a ton. You know, I might work 25 weeks this year, but we have, we don't choose when those 25 weeks off. So we miss a lot of life events whether it's it was felt like it was weddings and birthdays the last few years and now it's gonna be you know probably missing first steps or you know things like that so there's it doesn't happen without a good support system between you know i have family nearby and but laura's a Laura's a rock for our family too. So, um, I mean, you yeah. guys are basically on tour yourself. I mean, you got to be there for practice rounds and pro ams and this and that. It's mm -hmm. like you guys are, you know, on the same tour as your 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 golfer. So that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and again, what's great and different from when I was out there um, to where it is now is the whole VRBO and and using you guys are renting homes now. You know, you're not really doing a lot of hotels, which is is dramatically different. Like. When I was out there at Kyle, he was so young, I had to rent the car. Right. I had to rent the car. He would take care of the rooms. And this guy would rent some of the god ugliest, dirtiest <laughs> hotel rooms. And and his whole excuse was, dude, we're never here. We're never here. It's just a roof. And I'm like, yeah. And then and then I'll never forget. Where were we? Rochester. We're in Rochester. I get pulled off in a rain. And I'm sitting there next to this cop under a tent and he goes, 
hey, where are you staying this week? I go, oh, we're down here at this like, Red Roof Inn. He goes, are you serious? And I go, yeah. He goes, dude, I patrol around there constantly. There's like drug deals going on. And oh, <laughs> yet another Kyle, thing Jason Kyle. can't relate to. Because yeah, Jason's in the Four Seasons, you know, with the Ritz-Carlton. That's the way you yeah. do it. Uh, I remember this is a true story. We were in San Francisco one of the first years we stayed at uh, – we were playing in Daly City over there at Lake Merced, and I would always book the rooms, and I knew my wife had a limit. You know, we're, we're three-star and above, never go to a two-and-a-half-star. <laughs> but San Francisco, the room – like, the hotels were just insane out there. So I kind of bumped it down to a two-and-a-half-star just saying, and boom, all of a sudden this Laquita came up. And I'll never forget flying out there. And we checked in and my wife looked at me and she goes, you will never put me at a two and a half star again. We actually wound up, we actually wound up moving hotels because it was so dirty and it smelt. And I mean, I, I'm a little bit spoiled, but not, I'm not staying at the Ritz. I'm just a three-star guy. <laughs> so what, what's your, remind me of your wife's story, Jason. Is she, when did she start on tour? What is she playing a full schedule now? And how does that work? Like you uh, caddy for her sometimes too? Uh, not really. Okay. Uh, my wife joined the LPGA and I think 2013 because okay. yeah, yeah, did 10 years consecutively. Yeah. So 13, she played in Europe for a couple of years, had a really nice career over there in Europe with Carlotta. And, you know, back in those days, like from 2010 to 13, the LET was pretty nice store to mm -hmm. play on. Um, came over here, had a good career, um, you know, solid. I would say she probably thinks of it as a little underachieving, but 10 straight years in the tour championship, um, which I always kind of say yeah. is a pretty good notch in oh, her yeah. belt. Um, she, you know, she's a, she's a grinder. My wife really tries hard at everything she does. She's German mentality. So everything she does, she does with a 110%. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how she balances Benton being on tour um, now, it's going to be, you know, really challenging for her because my wife has the uh, ability to sit on a driving range for five to seven hours a day <laughs> free Benton. Um, but now, obviously, that's not going to be, you know, possible because obviously she's going to want to go back and, and the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, we wouldn't be able to do it without daycare, to be honest. Everybody's like, why is she doing this? You know, because we kind of had a goal like, OK, once you get to X amount of time and we have a kid like that's it, like I'll go on the road. You come out a little bit, but like, you know, maybe get a part time job around here teaching or doing something. And I don't know. She missed the life. She missed the grind. I think, you know, she had done it so long that she needed something to do. And then she just kind of started slowly. And she's like, why not? Maternity leave's gotten way better on the LPGA tour, mm -hmm. thanks to Stacy and Jarena. Yeah. So she'll get a full season of starts next year um, based on her whatever 20 end of 23 category. So, yeah, she's going to play initially kind of 20 events we'll see how it goes i mean the first three are going to be huge i mean three in a row right off the bat you know oh um, yeah 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 yep. so going to pv and and scottsdale and vegas and you know back to the old lpga lifestyle like we're renting a car in la we're driving them we got a baby in tow we got I love a, it. Yeah, I love except it. With a, a lot more luggage yeah, that's right more luggage, luggage. are you yeah, playing sure. the palos verdes country club yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I yeah. played there. So I, one of my 13 girls on tour was Demi Runis. Kyle remembers okay. her. She's yeah. now the coach at, I think, uh, some UC of the, Davis, UC Davis. Yeah. And sure. she, that was her home track. So we played there. We'd play Lakeside and Palace Verdes. It is tricky. Yeah. Get out early, get some, I'm gonna come watch yeah. you guys, but come out yeah. early and get some notes. Cause it is wild elevation side hill. This, that greens are tricky and not yeah. the greatest condition, but fun course. So yeah. We'll yeah, come we'll down there for sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, let's connect. I mean, we would love to have you down there. It's a, We were there last year. Um, I was actually just spectating, I think. Um, I watched Kyle. I think I was just out there watching Kyle play. Or no, Nelly played last year, but a couple years prior, we were out there just walking around. It's so gotcha. cool because it's like six minutes from Kyle's house. It's like right yeah. up the hill. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's perfect. So is, there like full, is there a full-time daycare on tour? There is, correct. It travels. So, That's great. Yep. And so how, how many kids are out there? So we've actually had the call last week. I mean, she's expecting this year to be upwards of 10 kids at times. You got oh, Lindsay cool. Combs got two. Obviously, Paula's got one. Stacy's got one. Caro, um, Sophia Popoff. Like there's and there's like ones that you don't expect. Like um, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Um, her husband, Caddy's on tour for her sometimes. What's Sarah her name? Jane. Sarah what? Jane Smith. Or? No, no. Uh, the bigger guy. Uh, Katie Perry. Catherine oh, yeah, Perry. yeah. Yeah, there's just yeah, she said there's Katie yeah, Katie Perry. Uh, she said there's probably upwards of 10 this year, which she's super excited about because she said when she's been it's been the only lady 27 years running now with wow. And she said when she was first out there in like I guess the late 80s, there was upwards of 25 kids in that program. Holy cow, I believe it, I believe it. And then it got all the way to basically zero where she thought the program was kind of done and dusted in kind of your you know early 2000s people weren't having kids and people became a lot more you know the retiring and the changes of the generation so she was really excited i mean they have three of them that go every tournament and That's they so basically cool. go to the golf course or the official hotel depending on you know logistics and, and lpj funds that correct we pay zero dollars uh, what, what about what about pga tour kyle do you got does pga tour do it too kyle oh yeah there's there's daycare out there not for caddies though you know, well this one's gonna ask to not for caddies at all there's no, nothing no, for you guys no we're just caddies man no but i i've heard <laughs> that they've kidding. tried to tried to increase the you know protection of you guys could it just you know they used to not treat caddies great but oh, yeah. i thought they'd have something where you guys could no. get in on that they have a good, a great health insurance program now uh, on the PGA tour that they don't have on the LPGA. Okay. There's a lot of perks. There's hat deals that you can just sign up for through that Valspar program, mm -hmm. which they put a bunch of money in that. I think there's a million dollars in that now. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and that's a point system. And if you wear the more colorful hat, you get like one and a half times the points or something like that. <laughs> I remember back in the day we were trying to do some deals for Mo, and but you know Mo wins the British, and I'm like, here comes the cash. I'm like, we are going to make a fortune, and it's just so tough because she told me she goes, I don't really want to do social media. I don't want to do any appearances. I'm looking at these contracts and I'm just like, I don't know what to do for you. It's just, if, if you know, but I, I, I'm glad they're taking care of it. It was always, what was it in the old days? Nature's Valley, Kyle. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that might have been champions to her. That's right. Champions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. So, oh, that's great news. I love that. So one of, one of the things that uh, I need to talk to you about, Kyle, is, is, and now look at, I was out on the LPGA and I just, the drama, how these emotions just fly up and down with these ladies, but, what is the what is the big difference that you've seen from the men to the uh, women to the men? 
I guess some of the unexpected things for me, um, the guys are all really cool between each other. You know, there's obviously there's less drama, you know, that just mm. comes with the territory. And as guys walk by each other on the range, it's, Hey boys, how's it going? You know, when you, I meet Alex every day in the locker room, which is very strange. I remember right. my first week he goes, He'll meet you in the locker room. I go, excuse me? Like, I've never been in a player's locker room. You're looking at life. your badge like, I don't does, have does a J this, on there. Does this get in there? Does this yeah. get in there? <laughs> exactly. So um, you end up, it's a nice close community between the players and the caddies too, which is nice. Um, you know, as far as caddying goes, you know, with the, with the women, a lot of times it's more reassurance, I feel like. And um Whereas the guys, I'm trying to, you know, rein them back in. Hey, we got four iron in. We don't need to go to the tuck pin over the water, you know. Oh, and interesting. Whereas the women, it's like, we got a wedge here. We can, we can go right at it. Green light here. Green light. Um, I think golf is such a pressure-packed sport that it makes you a little nuts. Like, you have to be a little crazy to love golf because you're going to sure. fail most of the time. Most of the yeah. time, you're going to fail. And so it's hard. And the, the other thing, too, is, is what I had to learn is – Looky, you're you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna take the blame on a lot of stuff. Like you're just gonna have you have to be thick skinned. Like yeah, there's some times where you know, like what what are we doing here? And I'm like, well, in my mind, I want to say, well, you hit it fat. Like yeah. you know, like he didn't hit yeah. it very good. And but you can't, you know, yeah. you just you just kind of say, yeah, um, you know, next time, you know, we yeah. we is this so one of the things that I'm trying to learn a little bit of about my game because I don't hit it very far is. Did you guys talk about the leave a lot? Like, where's the leave? Because you don't say where the miss is. It's a little bit of the, the verbals that you guys got to give out that are still, it's all positive, right? Because you can't say, don't hit it left, don't yeah. hit it right, you know, that kind of stuff. Do you, yeah. do they ask you, like, where the leave is? Like, is that something that's in their vocabulary? Yeah. I mean, I like to try to point a lot of things out on either the practice rounds, like, hey, to this pin, we definitely have to favor this side or, maybe on the driving range during a warm up. Hey, this is that left pin we were talking about on four. Um, you know, we want to either be added or, or right of it, or we want to favor the center of the green there, or, you know, if they're maybe look at the, go through the uh, pin sheet before the round and make sure if there's a couple that really stick out like that. So then you're not there trying to tell them where not to hit it, you know, in the middle of the tournament or in the middle yeah. of the round and where, so then they have doubt. So that's that's usually the strategy that I try to use. What about Jason? you, Jason? Same thing? Yeah. No, I think it's very similar. I think even more so, Nelly's such a quick player. A lot of times we'll be done on the greens a little bit quicker than everybody else. Like if I see something for the next day, I'll tell her where the dot is. We'll go over We'll look at it. Um, she'll know exactly where it's going to be. And then, like, you know, I, I agree with Kyle. You don't really want to be sitting in the fairway trying to diagnose it that much. You kind of want to have a game plan, you know, in your preparation to know where the tough pins. And then, like I said, a lot of times, if it's one that's like really sticking out in my mind, like, Hey, we got to be here for this. Like I'll bring her over and say, Hey, it's right here. And she'll just look at it real casual. We'll just go to the next hole. And then when we're there, you know, obviously the next day she knows, okay, I know where this pin's at. Yeah. yeah. And you're still going to pick a target and say, yeah. you know, but, and you know, maybe she'll understand or he'll understand why it's a little bit more of a conservative target there. 
And, and you guys are pro caddy. So tell me this, the Ryder cup, all the caddy drama with the caddy that walked out on the line and they got a fight in valet later. Were you guys <laughs> cringing from the get go or what were your thoughts on that? I love to hear. I mean, I know he's an old veteran caddy, so he can get away with a lot of stuff, but that yeah. made me cringe just a little bit. Yeah. Joe, uh, Joe LaCava, he caddy for Melly actually. Yeah. Um, Kidding. All right. Well, yeah, Jason, you take this weeks. one. You take this one then. What do you think? <laughs> Joe was fantastic to me. He helped me out a lot. Um, when, uh, Nelly was, when I was still on my paternity leave, um, he helped me out a lot. He was super gracious. We texted back and forth. Um, what a, what a nice guy. Again, I would probably watching it. It felt a lot like I felt on that 17th green at Solheim where nobody really knew what was going on until uh, okay. plates. Um, you know, I've read, a lot of different stories and conflicting things that I've heard. And, you know, I mean, Joe's a, like you said, a legend of the game. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, anytime you're playing against an away crowd, like, like Kyle alluded to with Luke Donald is like, you're getting beat up for yeah. six hours, you know, <laughs> sure. like, yeah. I mean, you're just taking punch after punch from these people who, in my opinion, it's fun, but I guarantee you it crossed the line a lot, especially down the stretch at that Ryder cup. I don't know from, you know, experience, in Ryder Cups, but I mean, even at Solheim Cups, it can get a little dicey and chippy between, you know, caddies and between players. I've seen, a, a you know, friendships kind of be on the rocks a little oh, bit. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I just think it's it's nature of the sport. You know, I think it maybe got a little bit over overdone, overshadowed, especially when Patrick made that putt on the on the last. It was like, <laughs> that was you amazing. know, take take that. Right. right. Like, we're already getting our teeth kicked in. Right. Yeah. Like you know, you got to have a little bit of fight back. You know, it's like that whole Muhammad Ali saying like, you know, you don't know what to expect to get punched in the mouth. Right. Yeah, so I think, yeah. I think he was just doing what he wanted to do. He was, he was supporting Patrick, you know? And I think at the end yeah. of the day, like that's what we do. I mean, the great caddies support their players. I mean, Joe knows wrong from right. So I don't think really all these people that say he was out of line. I don't really agree with that. I think he was just supporting Patrick. Well, it was Rory that was bitching about it, right, McElroy? Yeah. And yeah, if I'm Rory, I remember the number one rule, which is just step away and reset. If somebody's in your line or in their in your visual, just give them a second. I think he was kind of a little bit of a baby about it, too. Yeah. And I feel like we were talking about uh, captains and how you can use things as fuel. The good captains take that stuff and twist it in a way that's mm -hmm, helpful mm -hmm. to your team. And um I feel like the, you know, the U S kind of did that and gave him a little fuel there on Sunday, which was pretty cool. So one of the things I've always wanted to ask you guys, cause you guys have been out there for, for a good time now is, is do you guys have a, a story? One of the craziest things you've ever seen while caddying, like, um, or is it one of these things you can't talk about? Like, I don't, I don't know. Is there, is there something where you've seen two caddies maybe get enough verbal, but I, I just, I don't know. Is there something that you've seen on the golf course that's been nuts? I had a first last year. I'll, I'll start. Okay. Um, I had a, we were, I don't remember. I think it was a third round at the British Open or at the Open Championship. I'm trying British to, you Open. Know, I hang it's, out, it's I hang the out with all British. these. Come on. I, I hang out with all these European guys now that I work at, for right. a European player. And they got, you know, they're like, oh, you yank. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, calling yeah. it the British Open. Yeah, yeah. But, um third round at Royal Liverpool and um, we're on that 17th hall, that elevated par three. That was really tough last year. And all of a sudden this stop oil protester comes out and 
with I don't know some orange smoke and yeah, throwing things that. on the green. And Billy Horschel was in the group, and Billy Horschel went over and you know partially tackled this guy, and then started dragging this girl that went and sat down on the green. He started dragging her off <laughs> to where the police. <laughs> that is wild. I'm like. You know, I think if they're crazy enough to run on the green, they're liable to do anything. Wait for but, security. Hello. Yeah. I was just backing away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have anything to top an old pro test. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, on the LPGA tour, I can't really off the top of my head think of like anything crazy that's happened. I mean, there's always some good altercations between caddy and player. Um, I think the the story I always allude to is like myself being in a, in such a pickle with my wife and, and Nelly playing in a playoff um, a couple of years ago in Taiwan. And, you know, obviously I was doing my job, but at the same time, you know, it's the person you're going to marry over there that you're. Wait, wait, playing. wait, time out, time out. What? <laughs> Tell this story from the beginning. You're catting for Nelly and your wife is another caddy and you're in a playoff. Well, my yeah. wife. No, no. Just... Nelly's playing against, against right. his wife in a yeah. playoff. Yeah. 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 So we had played the whole day together it was Minji Lee, Nelly and Carol um, and have, you know, it just kind of all unfolded. And next thing you know, the three of us are all tied in a playoff. Uh, we go back, we're playing in Taiwan, um, 18th hole, really tough tee shot and tough. It's like kind of a uh, water all up the left side. Nelly hit an unbelievable second shot in the playoff to like, I don't know, 15 feet for Eagle. The other two didn't make birdie. We actually wound up winning on the first playoff hole. And and my wife was telling the story the other day to these college kids. And she's like, it's a really good thing Jason and I did not fly home on the same airplane. Oh, <laughs> so I can see you whispering in Nellie's ear like, you got this. And you're going to your wife saying, I love you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, get back, you get back on the rooftop. You wanted me to lose the whole time, didn't you? you wanted me to All lose your shit you? is thrown outside. Your your bags yeah. are packed. You're done. Oh, my God. That's I, great. I, and, then, and then it was the craziest thing to top it is that the next week was the tour championship, and we played in the final group again oh. together with Sayun Kim, who actually wound up winning it with uh, our buddy Polly Fusco. But it was, it's something that we'll look back on and, and be able to tell yeah. people about, you know, like being in the last group, you know, uh, two weeks in a row on, on a major level like that was something I think my wife's, you know, super proud of. And, That's you know, I'm great. super proud of the way we were able to handle it after as a, as a couple, because I think it could have gone a totally different way. Um, Ooh, yeah. You know, it's a tough spot, but it was, yeah. you know, and now we all kind of look back and, you know, it's a great memory. But, yeah, that's kind of the craziest thing. That is awesome. What about best finishes for you guys? You don't have to pick a player you like better, but, like, one of your best wins or best finishes or best comebacks. Kyle, What what's in your mind? I mean, I don't know yeah. if it would be the open or not. but I mean, Mo, no, Mo yeah, hit no, yeah. three-wood or five-wood. I mean, no, no one can top that. Yeah. All right, there. gotcha. Yeah. Look, look up there, Kyle. There's yeah. my yeah. sign yeah. right there. Yeah. It, yeah. Says, exactly. it says, you know, hold, hold tight. So tell us that story of that last hole coming in. Yeah, well – rewind we have a five shot lead after two rounds yep. shoot five over in the third round to uh, still be within striking distance maybe three or four back and then uh it's blowing 50 on sunday and she shoots even par which was the low round of the day and she made eagle on the last um, yeah, talk us through the last hole that was incredible to watch yeah so the men played as a par four the women were playing as a par five okay. um it, and it was a par four everyone could get to, even Mo being the shortest 
player in the field. And she had, I think, 239 yards. Uh, wind was kind of down off the left. And she said to me, she goes, I don't know if I have the angle to get there. You know, it's like we're in the middle of the fairway. What am I going to tell her? We're going to laugh? And I was like, no, Mo, I think I think we're good here. So she hits a perfect three-wood. She's yelling go. I'm yelling sit. It's probably going to be pretty good. And it rolls for about 60 yards and hits the pin, bounces to about six or eight feet. And uh, she rolls it in uh, for eagle. And we have to wait for an hour and 15 minutes right. before uh, – for everyone else to finish. And she didn't want to know how everyone stood. She just knew that we had a chance for a playoff and she wanted to know when she needed to be ready. Okay. So she just said, so the cameras are following us around on the, on the driving range. And she, she goes, you know, do I have about 15 minutes? And I knew the groups on 18 were the last group was finishing up. And, um, she said, uh, you know, I'm going to go over to this porta potty right here if I have about 15 minutes before a playoff and I, and I knew if I think it was Suzanne didn't hold a bunker shot, um, then we, we were going to win. And so I said, why don't you just hold off for a second? I didn't want her to be buckling or as they're telling her, she just won the British open. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a, and that's a good call. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jason, what about you? Um, you're gonna have to pick from a few, but yeah. is there one that stands yeah. out? I think, I mean, just because it's so recent, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I mean, we were down three with two to play and, you know, at her home event, uh, you know, she had been playing some really good golf the whole week and the wind switched and, you know, old Donald Ross golf courses when the wind switches and it blows 30 in Florida, it becomes super hard. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I talked to her a couple of days ago and I was like, I, I still don't think I've recovered from that. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously she wanted it because she had played so good, but obviously being in her hometown, she had a lot of support there and, um, you know, and then Lydia with the hall of fame right on the horizon. It was really cool. I mean, for her to, I, I, we were talking the other day, I mean, she finished three, three, which is Eagle birdie Saturday and Sunday oh, on that golf course. So to get into the playoff and win the playoff like it was a it was a roller coaster we've we've had a couple of those um but you know that's golf i actually heard a great thing the other day uh brandel chambly talked about leaderboard gravity and those two words together they don't really make sense right but you watch cantley the other day and you watch anybody with a big lead man it's it's something happens in golf whether it's whether you want it to or not it's the days of like Tiger Woods winning by 12 are over. Okay. Like, you know, like rarely do you see a person like dominate and Nelly led that whole tournament in Bradenton. So I don't want to say, you know, it's coming, but it's, I mean, dude, when you lead for four days in a row, like no other sport does that. They can barely lead in football for like 35 <laughs> seconds. And then Mahomes right. Touchdown. Right. You know? So it's like, having to kind of deal with that pressure for four days is, is something really, I, it's almost like a good thing. When I hear Kyle talk about Mo Martin's victory, it's like, it's a great thing that she shot five over on Saturday. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, if you turn the page and say, well, she played great and had a five shot lead on going into Sunday, who knows? Maybe she doesn't win the tournament. Yeah. Well, you saw with Cantley. I mean, Cantley made a million birdies the first two days, couldn't make a birdie the last two days. And it's just, yeah. you know, there's something gets in your mind. I think it's all psychological. You're just thinking about the wrong things. 
I know, but and you're trying your best too. Sorry, go no. ahead, John. Yeah, didn't he? Did but wasn't the Olympics a pretty cool thing? Olympics was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest with you, Olympics feels like so long ago in my mind. Like it's hard to believe that you know this year's another Olympic year. My myself and Kyle, we were we were able to do that together. That was really special. Um, the Olympics was amazing. You know it. It was a shame that there was nobody there and all the grandstands and all the, yeah. you know, all oh, the infrastructure right. was there. It could have been such a, especially in Tokyo where they love golf in general, like it's a shame that that had to happen. But the Olympics is something that I feel like it's more than golf a little bit. It's, it feels like it, I almost don't even count it as a win because it's like bigger than a win, you know, like olympic champion that's like i heard shawfully got announced the other day they didn't even talk about shawfully's wins they're like olympic gold medalist xander shawfully you know it's like that trumps kind of everything in golf right now which is super cool yeah it was it was a crazy week man i mean i whiffed the tee box on 18 <laughs> to shoot 50. with a chance to shoot 59 <laughs> yeah I mean, it was, but maybe that's why you guys won yeah <laughs> exactly Exactly. I mean, you know, I, I it's not one of my prouder moments, but I promise you this. It was by far the hottest I've ever been on a golf course ever. <laughs> like Thailand, Singapore. Yeah. Malaysia, no chance. Really? Tokyo, yeah. Yeah. Tokyo in 2020 was unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. We finished and everybody yeah. kind of got out of there. OK, yeah. yeah and, and, and I would assume that both your players are got a chance to play in this year, correct? In the Olympics? Yeah, uh, Alex is in as of right now. He's the second best uh, Swedish player behind Ludwig. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Jason, oh, that's Jason and be a I good are, team. Yeah, Jason and I are uh, probably one of the few guys that have done both Olympics, and yeah. it'd be pretty yeah. cool if we're both able to do the uh, next one too. So, when is the cutoff date for that? I'm not sure. I kind of intentionally have not looked. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me, me neither. Jason, can... Yeah, sorry. Wait, yeah, so Kyle, I mean, you did the last Olympics with Alex also? No, with Jess no, Corden. Jeff, with Jessica. Jess Corden, oh, you had yeah. the sisters yeah, at sister, the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. God dang it. That's awesome, man. Oh, I know. God. We have some pretty good cool. memories. At, we didn't stay in the Olympic Village. We went to visit it, but it golf course was so far that we stayed in a nice hotel. But because of all the COVID restrictions, we weren't able to leave the hotel. Oh, and, yeah. But we have some some good memories it turned out the japanese are geniuses because they all knew wearing masks for the last 20 years so like you'll see <laughs> you'll see eventually <laughs> yeah yeah oh my no, god I would, I would love to i would love to uh have kyle be there and because um i remember the last two olympics that i've done we've gone early and been able to watch on the weekend of the men because the men always play first and that would be so surreal to like watch kyle in the in the saturday sunday because i think that's part of the coolest you know thing about the olympics is i remember watching like rory and xander with kyle last year like we went out there and we watched these guys like right up close in person and it's super cool then the next week you're playing the same golf course hitting the same kind of golf shots so yeah. um that would be that would be really a bucket list moment for us and it's yeah. it's at riv right is it at riv uh, in golf. 2028. Oh, that's 2028. It's at, yeah. it's at oh, yeah, that's like, right. It's in Paris. Golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's where they, they have the Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, Kyle, are you in town when Jason's in town for PV? Or are you on the road? No, uh, it's this. It's the week after the player. It's the week of the players or after yeah. the players. Week, um, yeah, week after. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
All right. I'm trying to figure out a way to get us all on the golf course together. We'll make it happen because you guys have a home up here up to play in Lakeside. And then, yeah, Jason, I, I'm coming to PV. And if John's around, I'm going to drag him with me and we can, uh, we have somebody to cheer on now. So, oh my gosh, such great stuff. John, what else you got? Anything else? I know I need to get Jason a bunch of socks. So, and, and these guys, a bunch of socks. So now, wait a you know, minute. I, are your socks I, the yeah, ones please. that are like wearing two squirrels on your feet? Cause I got a pair at Lakeside and they're hot and they're like, <laughs> you know, they're made out of like sheep's wool or something. Are those if the ones you selling? wear these features? You'll never wear another sock again. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What yeah. model yeah. do you give him, John? Cause I think I got the wrong ones. He's got the no show tabs that these guys wear. It's, okay. it's awesome. It's a, it's a number one sock and in, in running and walking and now it's becoming uh pretty big in, in you're, golf you're and, gonna have to send me some because i bought a yeah. pair at lakeside because junior at lakeside said oh this is your partner john and i said fine i'll buy a pair but i made, i bought the woolly ones and it was <laughs> yeah. well, that's, I your, that's your problem that's I didn't fault, know. Right? I thought they were all the same. I quit after nine. I came and I threw them at him and bought some foot joy. So send me a few if you have time, yeah. your highness. Yes. Yeah. So. I love All it, right. boys. Well, thank you so much. This is our our caddy episode, and I'm so glad we got to do it with two legends like you guys. So, um, Kyle, we have no excuse. We're too close together. I know you have a baby. Yeah. Just drive up here and let's play, and then I'll see you, Jason, in a couple of weeks. That'll be fun. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, this was great. Thanks for having us on, man. It's great. Yeah, thanks, guys. Really you guys are the lifeblood of golf. We appreciate it and respect you guys so much. Thanks for everything. Thanks, thanks guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See you guys.